Alabama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I did it again, Jimmy. I don't know why I did that again, but I did it again. What I'm trying to do, well, first of all, hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'll be totally honest uh, because I like answering that question honestly and not just doing the traditional, I'm fine. How are you? Uh, My head is swimming. I mean, it's the morning after signing day. I'm prepared to uh, do this show and other shows and interviews and post on On3 about signing day, uh, adding Danny Lewis, looking at the class as a whole, what's next. And then I wake up and I'm finding out that LT Overton has in fact reclassified and doesn't have Alabama in his top five. And that's sort of a big thing. And And then there's these weird rumors coming out of Auburn that I'm still trying to piece together but that's hard because i've been doing a lot of interviews and i had a lot of time to investigate this in between uh shows uh but what's going on at auburn seems to be fascinating and then the pete golding dui uh happens which is big big news unfortunately for for pete and uh i um uh, i'm my head is swimming I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to just man I, I hope you don't ask me too many hard questions because i'm a I'm swimming over here. I don't ever ask you a lot of hard questions, so I don't think that will start today. Um, But a couple of things. Uh, We were also, and we probably still will, going to discuss whatever kind of BS, total just farce of a rant Jimbo Fisher went off on. Um, Then there's that. That that was a complete farce. And so here's the thing. You're, You're right. First of all, it was signing day. Then um, before that, even Auburn had made their new offensive coordinator who had played football all his life, had loved football all his life. He went to Auburn for one month and said, you know what? I don't really like football anymore. (laughs) That's tough. I've never heard somebody leave Auburn to say, I want to be with my family. I thought family was their thing. Then Jimbo Fisher goes off on a rant, which makes no sense, by the way, um, because his whole reason for the rant was NIL doesn't help us. You've never signed so many five stars ever, any, ever. It's the best class in the history of classes. And you're just it's just a total coincidence. It happens during NIL. I don't care that it. here's the thing. Nobody cared it happened during NIL. Nobody gives a crap. And nobody's saying y'all didn't work hard. Of course y'all worked hard to get those guys. So why are you mad at everybody? You're mad at Lane Kiffin? If you're mad at Lane Kiffin now, guess what? He's going to piss you off more. Here's something that I found out. If you're mad at Lane Kiffin or Auburn Twitter, you're going to get pissed off even more because that they're not going to stop. That's what they do now. Lane Kiffin wants to egg you on, and Auburn Twitter wants to egg you on. So – that you might as well just learn to live with it. And don't let Lane Kiffin piss you off like this. And then you have to lie. I mean, I don't think he intentionally lied, but he said something about Nick Saban and the uh, Bryce Young thing. 
but it see Bryce Young was already on campus. So it, it's he didn't intentionally lie, but he just didn't tell a full truth. And through all of that, after all of that, and National Signing Day, and AM gets Shamar Stewart, and there's dudes everywhere, and you're down, uh, you're well, you're not down there now because you're in Tuscaloosa. You're usually at the senior bowl, and the senior bowl's going on, and Pete Golding literally says, Let me hold your beer because I want to drink it <laughs> while I'm driving. And it's amazing how many stories have come out this February. We just lamented on the last podcast and, and YouTube thing that we do that there's not enough news in February. That's why we want National Signing Day in February. And then February said, oh, you want news? Okay, here's all of all the news right here for you. And that's exactly how that went down. There's so much news out there. You know what we should do? We should have a podcast. We should have a podcast to discuss it all because it's too much for us to for us to, to to just share between ourselves. Let's share it with everybody else. Uh, I, I'm I'm um, the the Jimbo Fisher stuff to me was a little funny, and I just say that because even if you take everything he said as truthful, and I'm sure it wasn't. If you take everything you said as truthful, I'd be Jim. Why are you so defensive? Why do you care? Why do you, you beat Alabama on the field? You became the first assistant to beat Nick. You had that that big moment. Your program is clearly improving. Then you signed what some are calling the greatest signing class of all time. You should just be smoking a cigar with your feet up on the desk, uh, counting down the days to camp. So you, I mean, he, he should be. Why is he so defensive and angry? I thought things were going great. Why? Why are you mad? Um, I, I, I don't understand that. I mean, I understand Lane saying things that got under his skin. Um, but I, I, I gosh, I, I just thought it was too much. And and hey, you know what? It's very easy to, to calm down a and people. All I got to do is say eight and four. And, and I'll say, I mean, I picked them to, to be a playoff team a year ago. And I even said all during the offseason and a lot of shit for it from Alabama fans. I took a lot of shit last summer when I said I beat Alabama. Um, and, and I did it because I really thought AM had a very good team and they were going to be tough to beat on the road in that environment. Um, but uh, they, they finished eight and four. They lost to Arkansas and Mississippi State, and then they lose to LSU at the end. Just yeah. that, Jimbo, that's outrageously bad coaching. That's bad. Co- you had Nick, Nick does a great job. He's also got the best team every week. Jimbo, when you lose, to a team and you've got more good players than they've got, that's bad coaching. That's just bad coaching. And, and that's what, what, what Jimbo is guilty. I say guilty of bad coaching. And uh, if I was Jimbo, I'd, I'd be working on, on doing my job better uh, because he's got more talent uh, than eight and four suggests. And uh, that's what he needs to focus on doing his, doing, doing his damn job better. Yeah, that's, that is very true. And here's what's funny. Um, everybody's in love with AM right now, and I guess they should be. I mean, look, they had an amazing class, and I really didn't want to spend the first segment on AM. I didn't, but I mean, this sort of just turned out this way, so let's keep it going because it's almost over. But um, you know what I think Jimbo Fisher is about to find out? And you and I have talked about this. We, we, we You and I were ahead of curve on this. I mean, I don't get to brag about things we say very often or do or accomplish. It's not, <laughs> but, um, but, not a good idea. We were, you and I were very much ahead of the curve on this. You know where, where Nick Saban excels? 
I mean, yeah, he excels at recruiting. He excels at the X's and O's. He excels um, at at um, managing our our insane fan base, but, and then and, and managing um, his coaching his coaching staff his his, his staff in general the, the university as a whole. Um, but his true calling is managing egos, and so when you recruit all these five stars, and you're loaded to the gills with guys who are alpha, alpha, alpha males, and they're big and they're strong and they're fast and they're used to doing it their way or the highway and they take the highway on their own accord. Um, Saban does a fantastic job of managing that. Now, here, Jimbo Fisher, um, this is going to be you with a bunch of five stars on your team that are used to being the man. And you're not going to let them be all – they can't all be the man because there's not enough spaces them to be there. You've got to figure out a way to wedge all these all of these massive egos into Cal Field. And it's gonna be tough because but Nick Saban's the only one I've known who's been able to do it on a consistent basis. People can do it for a year or two or you know intermittently. Um but it's a very, very difficult thing to do and it's a very difficult thing to manage. So good luck with that, bruh. Yeah, yeah. And you know one thing that I mean everyone Talk about NIL money is the reason that, that, that they signed this class, and that's why Jimbo was so defensive yesterday. Let's be let's pretend that NIL didn't exist. That AM's got one thing they can offer with a straight face that's more difficult for the Alabama Georgias to say, and that's playing time. That's playing time. Because while AM is increasing their talent level and while they will be preseason top 10 next season, they'll be preseason top 10 despite not even finishing in the top 25. This previous right. season, they'll still be preseason top ten. But for a preseason top ten, I think Jimbo Fisher can look a star freshman, and, uh, a star recruit in the face, and say, uh, "We need immediate starters. We, we we have playing time. Start for us." It's very difficult for Alabama to say that. As a matter of fact, I was asked this morning on one of the shows, uh, "Name a defensive player Alabama just signed. Do you think will be in the starting lineup next fall?" And I'm like, "You're going to have to give me 15 minutes to figure that out because." It, Alabama's loaded on defense. No freshman's getting on the field much. I mean, there's an there's an opening at inside linebacker that either Deontay Lawson or Jalen Moody's going to take. It's pretty much the only opening there is. Every every other spot is filled by a veteran player or somebody who started last year. I, I, I don't know exactly what AM. I'm not professing to know their projected starting offense and defense. I'll just tell you right now, it's not as filled with famous college players like Alabama. Everybody knows Jordan Battle's coming back. Will Anderson's coming back. Dallas Turner's coming back. Tim Smith's coming back. Byron Young's coming back. Kool-Aid McKinstry coming back. Uh, I think A&M can say, hey, we're a top 10 program. We're going to compete for a national championship, and we need freshmen ready to play. And that that's that's tough to beat on the recruiting scene, regardless of NIL money. Jimmy, I need to tell everybody about betonline.net. Betonline.net is just the place to go. There might be less football being played, but betonline.net is way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props, to the next football coach who's going to get fired, whatever it is, go to betonline.net and you can bet on it. BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022, and we've only got one game left. Super Bowl, I guess you got the Pro Bowl too, so you can get in on that. And it's not just football, though, at betonline.net. There's basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, 
all kind of odds, everything. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. It's BetOnline.net now. BetOnline.net. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, that's where the game starts, Jimmy. BetOnline. All right. So let's talk about Pete Golding here for a second. Um, Let's. (laughs) You know... I did. Uh, look, I, far be I'm not throwing stones here at, at people who get DUIs. There are folks who are listening to this podcast who's gotten a DUI, and there are multiple even. I have family members that have gotten DUIs, multiple even. And um, sometimes it's, uh, you know, you're you're, you're kind of caught on a technicality. I know there there's an argument out there that um, you should never even have keys near you when you've been drinking. And I believe that. I understand. I also believe people make mistakes. I also believe that we have Uber and Lyft and all these other things, and those are widely available in Tuscaloosa. So why in the hell he didn't call one of those? I have no idea. But also no drinking impairs your judgment. And sometimes you think, hey, I can handle this. You probably can't. So it's just best not to do it. It's really stupid to do it when you're a coach who's embattled and you've been the whipping boy of the fan base. Um Granted, Saban seems to have your back, and that's all that matters. But um, it's a bad look. There's no other way to spin it. Um, I'm, I don't think it makes him the worst person in the world. But this was a a, a lapse in judgment, and um, luckily nobody was hurt, apparently, or, or anybody uh, had an accident or whatever. Um, it's just uh, the problem I see with it is when a coach does something like this, it can be difficult, I would say, to tell players, hey, get in position. You, you're going to screw up. Oh, you mean screw up like get a DUI? I mean, I, I just don't like it when coaches make a mistake this silly. I mean, I understand making mistakes. I think everybody can deal with that. But getting a DUI these days is is a little bit more than making a mistake, right? I mean, there's too many ways to not get one. Yeah, I'm wondering. Uh, I, I'm not making any excuse because there's not one, and uh, I'll go on a rant. But I, I'm wondering if uh, when you're drunk, when you're Pete Golding, and you're you're you're. I mean, Pete Golding is a celebrity in Tuscaloosa. Nowhere else. Nowhere else. Trust me, he can go to the mall in Atlanta and not get mobbed by fans. But he's a celebrity here in the, in this little town. Say here because I'm in Tuscaloosa. I, I I wonder if after you're drunk and you're about to, to go home and it's two in the morning and you're drunk and someone suggests or you suggest to yourself, maybe I should call an Uber because I'm too drunk to drive. I wonder if in an argument with yourself, you say, uh, if I call an Uber, then next morning I've got to read on a message board that, hey, I'm an Uber driver and I picked up Pete Golding at two in the morning and he was t- and it was hilarious because he was so drunk. And this is what he said about um, about Coach Saban. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I I wonder if if the reason that, quote, a celebrity like a Pete Golding doesn't use Uber in those situations, that's not an excuse. I'm just wondering, like, what? Because people like, I, I've read this all morning. What was he thinking? So I'm like, hmm, that's a good question. Uh, what was he thinking? And that's what came to mind for me. That's, I think, a thought you might have when you're drunk is, what am I going to put up with reading about on the message board what the Uber driver tells people? But that being here nor there, it was a, a big mistake. 
uh, he's going to pay for this somehow. I don't believe he's going to be fired. I don't believe that. He might. He might. That could happen. I'm sure he's worried about that. Uh, it could happen. Uh, I don't think so. I think Coach Saban's going to treat this no differently than when his players make mistakes. Uh, and, and it's going to be treated in the same manner. And I, I happen to know sort of how that works. I mean, not inside baseball here, but 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 the first thing to figure out when we have players like this is they, they sit down, they figure out, okay, is this a college kid acting like a college kid or is this a problem? So Coach Saban will make Pete sit down with professionals to figure out if this was a one, one off, if this was just a mistake. Or if, hey, he, he, he needs some some level of help, which could be very minor or very major. Uh, I think that's what they'll focus on. They won't focus on, well, he made a mistake, so he's out. Um, and this is what my rant is going to be. Um, don't, don't be the fan who doesn't like Pete because you don't like his defense and you think Alabama should hire Jeremy Pruitt because that's what you think. Don't be the fan that rips Golding up and down for days on social media because of this mistake, because you don't like Pete and you want him replaced because of football reasons. Hey, if you have a legitimate anti-drunk driving take that you apply in every circumstance. If you apply it in every circumstance, a professional high-ranking person should not have their job if they do something like that. If you agree that a doctor that works at UAB uh, if he gets a DUI, he shouldn't be employed by UAB any longer. If you agree that guy should be fired, then it's okay if you think Pete should be fired. But but don't be the guy who doesn't like Pete because you don't think he's a good defensive coordinator. And this is your opportunity to be loud and say he don't don't be. That's not that's not fair. Be fair across the board. If you think they should all be fired when this happens, doctors, CEOs, the the the, the city bank manager, fire them all. But don't be uh, just Pete should be fired or just football coaches should be fired uh, because of the message that it sends to young kids. If that's the case, then should high school teachers that get DUI, should they be fired um, from their jobs? Because you're firing them, too, right? You're not firing just the football teachers. Aren't you firing all the teachers? So just don't be hypocritical about it. Uh, and if you're not hypocritical, then then say what you want. So that's my rant. I think that's a good rant, and I think that's very fair. Um, if he had a recruit in the car, okay, I think that's fine. You know, um, I'm not. Which I'm, I'm. I want not to know who for, it is first. What? I, I would want to know who it is first. <laughs> Was it a five star? Were we going to yeah. get it? Um, <laughs> I think that's a good point. Your your point about the Uber driver potentially split spreading rumors on message boards, I think, is valid. My counter to that would be. Okay, if that were to happen, I would assume you're the law talking guy. I would assume that if I were Pete Golding, I would then call Uber and say, y'all are about to write me a check because one of your quote unquote contracted employees just, at, you know, sl yeah. uh, would it be libel or slander? It's, it's libel when it's written, right? Libel is written yeah. and slander is said out loud. Okay. It's both yeah. under the umbrella of defamation. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't say that that's a legitimate reason for people calling Uber. I'm I just wondering what might be in your head when you're like, oh, I'm not going to deal with that. And because I'm sure Pete, by the way, Pete, now that you're sober and able to better think what I would tell you is if that was your, if that was your line of reasoning, don't you think now you'd have been better off dealing with the 
un, unproven allegations from an Uber driver yeah. as opposed to what's very proven on the uh, Northport City Police website. But, you know, I mean, this and this is true. If if you look, if you drink, if you're so inclined to have a, a snifter port at Christmas, a.k.a. the way Homer Simpson drinks, um, then you know <laughs> that literally, <laughs> literally, it, it you talk yourself into anything. And when I was at Alabama specifically, um, and this is a horrible thing to say and admit, but I mean, there were times I, I drank and, and drove and it was stupid and it was stupid then. And I was luckily, luckily not caught. Um, I don't do that anymore I, because I have too much at risk. I had too much at risk then, but I, when you're drinking and you're young and you're at, you're stupid and you have a girl that says, Hey, um, you know, what you do it, you know, sometimes you make bad decisions. And so I made several bad decisions. And so did she, whoever that girl was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was with me. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's a great point. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to admit the same thing, but yeah, yeah. I'll admit the same thing. I mean, I, I think, I think again, it's getting back to the hypocritical part. I'm not saying anybody that's drinking drove should just let Pete off the hook for this. Exactly. Uh, we all, me, you, we deserved worse than what happened to us and i don't do that any anymore either for the same it just you just as you get older you just learn uh, uh about you know what what you're always risking but just don't people don't be hypocritical about this and also every dui is different i'll tell a story now it's, it's old enough i'm going to talk about which player it was a long time ago it wasn't too recent but one time you know in terms of the fire them kick them off the team you always see stuff like that one time we had a, a player uh, at Alabama that uh, had too much to drink and realized he had too much to drink and told his girlfriend or the girl or, or that that particular night's girlfriend uh, that, look, uh, I had too much to drink. I need to stay here. And she's like, all right, because he, he knew driving back to his, his football apartment was going to be too dangerous. And then it happened about one in the morning. So he did. He slept at her place, didn't bring it. He just, you know, uh, who, kn who knows what happened? between two consenting college adults, but he stayed at her place that night, even though he didn't exactly bring a bag or plan to stay. And he slept it off, got up at uh, 6.30 in the morning uh, so he could sneak back into his apartment and none would be the wiser. And on his drive back at 6.30 in the morning, he's sleepy because he just woke up. He just woke up. He didn't drive. He turned out of the apartment complex and was immediately turned over, uh, pulled over for, for not completely stopping at a stop sign. And he was very sleepy. And the police officer like, you sure you're not drunk? And he's like, I drank last night, but I, I just woke up. I'm fine. They gave him a DUI and he was still drunk from the night before, but right at the point oh eight or whatever mm -hmm. it was. But he was still drunk from the night before. But yes, and he was rightfully charged with DUI because you can't be riding around drunk point oh eight. You, you do get charged for that. But when the whole facts get back to the coaching staff and they're like, well, he, he tried to do the right thing. He he turned down driving when he knew he was drunk. He thought he was fine. He, he thought he slept it off. He ran a stop sign. There wasn't anybody on the road. And 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 what the coaches did was was that he didn't get suspended. They just put him through the, the program to determine, okay, you're, you know, is this a problem? Are you a problem drinker? And and did what was best for the kid. And meanwhile, there's posts all over social media. Kick him off the team. He should be out. He shouldn't be on the team anymore because he got a DUI. And I just tell the story to say that, look, every single situation is different. Yeah. Years ago, 
How'd a player get a DUI because he was on a scooter on the quad? Now that I, was, I know a guy who got a DUI on a lawnmower. Now he was on Highway 280, um, so that that probably didn't help. <laughs> but okay, Jimmy, hold on. We gotta we gotta take a break when it comes to the podcast. I gotta add some ads in here, but I don't know how to add in ads to the video, so we're not gonna do that. It's just gonna be another awkward pause. So just hang tight. Cast locked on if me and you can act out the ads. Oh, that would be great. We, you know what we could do? The ones where it's the progressive ones where you turn into your parents. <laughs> we 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 we're gonna do this one day. We're gonna piss off somebody, but we're gonna do and we're gonna act out an ad and won't even follow the read. We'll just come up with our own ad, but it will be killer. It'll be kick ass. I'll be the doctor and you'll be the guy with erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said we have to act. <laughs> that's that's reality tv um all right so jimmy we, we're, gonna make this, we're gonna make this segment super quick um you know i i look we're locked on bama and so we about bama Dan, we talked about nanny lewis yesterday and that was the only guy that we got in the signing class so um we've talked about AM today uh, lsu has added some other dudes um, in the transfer portal. They had a pretty good, pretty good uh, day, I would guess. I mean, their their class. They got Harold Perkins. That was nice for them. Um, I don't. Uh, Ole Miss has had a nice uh, transfer portal. Uh, Lane Kiffin has declared himself the king of the transfer portal. USC, who is not in the SEC, but they got Caleb Williams. They got a bunch of dudes. They're going to be a player in the in the playoffs next year, I think. Um, but I come back to Auburn just for a second because they are looking for another offensive coordinator. They didn't sign anybody yesterday. Javarius Johnson, who I really love. I Look, truth be told, I mean, I, I thought Javarius Johnson was a thing. I thought he could be a really good college player. Like, I mean, no, he's not going to win the Blitnikoff, but I thought he would be really, really good. And I thought he was underutilized as Auburn. Um, he's in the transfer portal now. Um there's a lot of problems going on there. You mentioned some other rumors, which I, we don't really need to get into right now because they're so unsub, unsubstantiated. But um, there's a lot of issues over there football-wise. Their, their basketball team is kicking chicken. But the football team has some problems. And, um, boy, you know, that's Alabama's arch rival, so I think it's relevant here. Yeah, those rumors are totally unfair. As a matter of fact, when I first read them, uh, it only took me eight seconds. <laughs> up with an extremely plausible explanation as to all of it and who knows what you know it's all going to come out in the next few days that he's either guilty or sometimes with football fans who are guilty until proven innocent and that's probably going to happen you know and, and see it gets back to my rant all the auburn fans that, that i've already seen enough from harson they want him out they're going to use this they're going to yeah. use this to try to get him out and it's so hypocritical it's so not unfair. It's unethical. It's just, just hey, if he's doing something that 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 he deserves to lose his job over, then then let that come out. But the the ranting and harping on, hey, I don't like this guy, so something bad might be out there. So I'm going to use it to to just pound the guy on social media. Don't don't be those people. And as far as you know, a 21 year old girl that 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 uproots from Boise, a 21 year old girl that uproots from Boise. And, and moves uh, with the Harson or, or follows Harson to Auburn and then works for Auburn football. Uh, you know, Harson happens to be related to a 21-year-old that moved from Boise to Auburn yeah. and maybe just one of her friends. I mean, I came up with that in eight seconds. And and maybe that's maybe that 
as a complete logical explanation. Yeah, look, there, there are plenty of reasons to not want him as your football coach. You don't have to make up stuff, and and I'm not saying this is made up. I mean, it could be true, but I but it sure. Yeah, I'm not saying it's made up either. I don't know. I'm just saying that there is an explanation because there's a 21 year old that lives in his house that also moved from Boise to Auburn. You know, no well, one knows. And Jimmy, here's the other thing. This is not a unique Auburn thing, by the way. I mean, Alabama fans do this too. Um, every fan does this. But I find it funny that, you know, everybody is – I mean, literally, if you go to an Auburn message board right now, they're killing – most of them, I would say, the, the vast majority are killing Harson, or like saying, hey, the writing's on the wall. And I'm kind of that way. I mean, the Sun Tzu philosophy of if, if it must be done eventually, it must be done immediately. I get that. I, I used to say that about Mike Dubos. Um, and Mike Chula and a bunch of other coaches we've had, but bunch of, uh, bunch of other mics, <laughs> bunch of other mics. But you know, um, it's funny because Bruce Pearl is a guy who came into Auburn with a show cause, uh, a history of NCAA trouble, and he has since gotten your program on probation again, directly or indirectly. Yet that man is is a god in Lee County because he's winning. It's it's the winning that does it. If Harson had pulled off the Iron Bowl, if Auburn had somehow kept us out of the end zone, do you think everybody would be – you'd see all these rumors about Harson and, and other things going on off the field and there'd be all these other talks. Everybody would be bitching about offensive coordinators and whatever. No, because they'd be like, hey, let's give this guy a chance. He just beat Alabama. He, just, You know, if he hadn't given up the 18-point lead or 28-point lead, whatever the hell it was, against Mississippi State, do you think people would be ranting about him? No. Um, it's all about winning. We're all that way. So, um, that, all right. And isn't that isn't that really <clears throat> pathetic of us? And by us, yeah, I'm talking about all of us. Of college football, isn't that just so pathetic? And 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 it's not what we need to talk about the, the whole show. But what level? What what scandal would it take for Alabama fans to all agree that Nick Saban needs to go? What mm. level of scandal? I'm just telling you. And because of the, that amount of winning, it would take a scandal. I mean, I, I, he he could the FBI could show up and arrest him for 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 being an ISIS, and, and and Alabama fans would be like, yeah, but you know when they you know when they when they blew up that building, no one was in it. Yeah. Or if Nick Saban <laughs> hired Harvey Weinstein as his defensive coordinator, we'd all be like, you know. He has had to defend himself a lot. He might know about defense. <laughs> he knows a lot about defense. He knows a lot about defense. No, I'm just saying the level of scan and that's what I mean. The level of scandal it would take for Alabama fans to be off the Saban bandwagon. And conversely, Harson may not even be in. the biggest scandal potentially could just be that Harson's daughter's friend moved to Auburn with them. And that's the level of scandal. And people are like, he's out. He's a perv. He's out. He's a he let his daughter's friend move to Auburn, too. Conversely, uh, conversely, Jimmy, if Nick Saban were to go on a five-game losing streak next year, and Nick Saban then hired, you know, we're going to have the um, brilliant, uh, somehow related to Vince Lombardi descendant of Mother Teresa come in to coach our offense. Everybody would say, get you and your Bible-thumping jackass out of Tuscaloosa now. <laughs> That's exactly how that would be handled. That's exactly it's all right. about the W's and the L's. But, Jimmy, we got to go. Um, thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. 
please subscribe, please share, please like, please comment. We want to answer your questions. Uh, most of your questions are probably like, hey, who are you guys and why do you have a podcast? We will answer that. So um, anyway, thank you guys <laughs> and roll tide. That's my question. <laughs> Say roll tide. Oh, roll tide.